This is Fresh Matters, and I am Papa Kwesi Endo. Today we are going to talk about So You Want to Start and Run Your Own Business. This is the second part, but we're going to deal with an out-of-the-box topic, failure, failure. I promised at the end of the first season of this podcast that during this second season that I was going to start with entrepreneurship, talk about how to start and run a business, share my experience, what I have learned, what I have lived through, what I have read what I have observed with everybody. And so we're going to begin. And I have seen many different definitions and heard a number of them, definitions of what an entrepreneur is, who an entrepreneur is. But one that I'm I'm very much keen on is this, an entrepreneur is a person who invests money in and organizes an operation to translate an idea into a marketable product or service in order to gain a financial return. So if you're investing money and you do not wish to gain a financial return, in my view, that that doesn't fit. If you're not able to translate an idea into a marketable product or service, you're not going to make much headway as an entrepreneur or someone who is able to start and run a business continuously. So that's why I I like this definition of a person who invests money in and organizes an operation to translate an idea into a marketable product or service in order to gain a financial return. And some people have said in previous occasions, think that someone starts a business because they have money or because they have nothing else to do with their money. Uh, Some people think that somebody starts a business um, to provide jobs to other people. It doesn't work like that. Everyone who says, I am an entrepreneur, I want to own and start a business that becomes viable, must be interested in gaining a financial return. That is, for me, how you become an entrepreneur. Why do I want to talk about failure? Um, very simple. Most businesses, most businesses fail within the first year 
And certainly within the first three years, the majority of businesses, new businesses, fail. And this is across the board. Doesn't matter which country. Um, the United States, Ghana, the United Kingdom, wherever uh, a person might find themselves. There are choices we make. I usually tell people, start a business in an area you are interested in. There's a reason for that. Because of the frequency of failure, because the, any business, any idea that you try to translate or turn into a business operation, because any one of them most likely will face challenges. If you're not interested, really, really interested in that idea, at the first sign of challenge, problem, you might throw things away and walk away. But failure, failure, it comes. It faces all of us. And even the best of us, failure comes. And so while we start on this journey of starting and running your own business or entrepreneurship, I want us to confront the matter of failure head on from the very beginning. Indeed, failures do come, do become successes. Failures do become successes. Failures can become successes. But failure is not the alternative to success. It is something to be avoided, but it is also only a temporary setback on a bigger, more significant course. Let me say that again. Failure is only a temporary setback. It can be a temporary setback on a bigger, more significant course. Everybody encounters failure at one point or the other. I don't know anyone in this life who has not seen, experienced, or encountered failure of some type. But all business owners that I know of have failed in something. And so when an entrepreneur falls down, that's not the end. When someone falters, we shouldn't keep them down or knock them down even further. When someone experiences a loss in the first year, in the second year of the operation, or from time to time, you can't write them off and say, ah, it's a loss-making uh, entity, a loss-making enterprise. Uh, this person can't succeed. Oh, no. Failure, it happens. Losses, they come. What truly, truly matters is how you react and learn from that failure. I know many of you have heard that from time to time. But I'm saying to you, 
It is true. It is true how you react and learn from that failure. But also, it is how you allow or do not allow others to treat that failure. That also counts. Because there are thousands and thousands of people in this world, in Africa, in Ghana, wherever it is, who are ready, ready to say, oh, I knew you couldn't do it. I knew she, 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 she didn't belong in this area. Who does he think he is? I've known that person from childhood. Gee, so very, very willing to, to stop us by wanting to make failure stick, stick to us. Well, let me talk about six or so entrepreneurs. Just to make the point that failure is something that happens. That failure is not the alternative to, to success. That it is how you treat failure when it happens that makes a difference. It is how you prevent others from putting a cloak of failure on you. That is what makes a difference. And also, yes, failures do happen. But if you make it a habit, if you make it a habit, that is what then defines you as someone who is just not going to make it. So you can't make it a habit to fail again and again and again. You must do something different when you fail or when failure comes so that you can defeat that thing we call failure. Well, many people around the world know about Bill Gates. Bill Gates is the man who founded Microsoft with a partner. He is now one of the world's wealthiest individuals. But his fortune didn't come straight away. He didn't just, you know, get out of college, go into a father's garage and start something, and all of a sudden, boom, he succeeds. No. Maybe you haven't heard of a, a company called Trafodata. Well, Trafodata, you don't know a company like that for a reason. It is because Bill Gates started his entrepreneurial journey with a company called Trafodata, which was aimed to process and analyze the data from traffic tapes. Traffic tapes. Well, he tried to sell the idea together with his business partner, Paul Allen, but the product barely even worked. It was a complete disaster. However, that failure, didn't hold Gates back from exploring new opportunities together with his partner, Paul Allen. So he tried one other thing, another thing, and then 
his first Microsoft product came, which helped him to forge a new path to success. Well, many people have heard of Walt Disney. Or if they haven't heard of the name Walt Disney, or they've heard of Disneyland or Disney World. And, well, the man who founded Disneyland, Disney World, well, he became one of the most creative geniuses of the 20th century. But he was once fired from a newspaper because he was told he lacked creativity. Imagine that. But trying to persevere, he formed his first animation company, which was called Lafogram Films. He raised $15,000 for the company, but eventually he was forced to close Lafogram following, following problems with an important distributor partner. Well, he was desperate, out of money. He found his way to Hollywood, faced even more criticism and failure until finally his first few classic films started to skyrocket in popularity. So he failed and failed. He persevered and he succeeded doing something different. So someone who was told he lacked creativity became one of the most creative persons in the 20th century. Failure does happen. We just don't and shouldn't make it a habit. Well, we have heard about Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, an impressive entrepreneur, because of his boundless innovations, but because of his emphatic comeback from an almost ir irrecoverable failure. He, he, he founded, you know, Apple and, and found success in his, in his 20s when Apple became a massive technology empire. But when he was 30, only 30 years old, he was fired. He was fired by Apple's board of directors. And, and Apple was the company he founded. But of course, he had partners, he had shareholders, and picked a number of them along the way. Well, the board of directors fired him. But undaunted by the failure, he founded a new company, Next which was eventually acquired by Apple. So back at Apple, he proved his capacity for greatness by reinventing that same company's image and taking the Apple brand to new heights. So he failed. So those people who see a business person rise, do well, but then fall or falter, fail. Well, don't count them out. But those persons, the ones who don't count themselves out and are able to pick themselves up, 
Well, eventually, they do succeed. Well, many of us have heard about Hershey chocolate. Hershey. Well, the man who started Hershey, the chocolate company, was called Milton Hershey. So Hershey's chocolate, that's somebody's name, Hershey. Well, he started a candy, candy production company. That is, after being fired from an apprenticeship with a printer, he started three separate candy-related ventures. He was forced to watch all of them fail until he hit on the idea for the Hershey chocolate bar, persevered. Now there's even a town named after him. It's a town called Hershey. Well, what about Oprah Winfrey? Many of us know or think we know who Oprah Winfrey is. He, of course, hosted one of the highest ranking TV shows in history and is one of the richest self-made women. And a, 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 well, we can say he was a pioneer, black woman, billionaire. But do you know that she was fired from her first television job as an anchor woman in Baltimore, Maryland? Well, his, his, his first, her first boss, Oprah Winfrey's first boss, told her that she was too emotional and not right for television. Imagine that too. Oprah Winfrey. So my point from bringing this up, well, let me, let me give you a, a couple more. There is, there is a man called Sir James Dyson, Dyson, D-Y-S-O-N. He, he is the man whose name is on, on the Dyson vacuum cleaners. In fact, it took him 15 years and all of his savings to develop a bagless prototype that worked. But before then, he had developed 5,126 prototypes of the vacuum cleaner that failed, that failed, that didn't work. Sir James Dyson. So when you see the Dyson vacuum cleaner, Dyson is somebody's name. And he tried a few times, several times, before he hit on success. Well, we all know about the name or the brand Sony, Akio Morita. Well, do you know that the early days of Sony, his, his, Mr. Morita's products were not as popular and as well-known as they are today? Well, in fact, his first product was a rice cooker, <laughs> a rice cooker that ended up burning the rice. He failed. He failed, but did he stay a failure? No, no. 
He didn't. He didn't. And once again, let me tell you, Bloomberg says eight out of 10 entrepreneurs who start businesses fail within the first 18 months. Within the first 18 months. That's why I'm bringing you this, this first topic, failure. So you, you take a look at it right there, right from the very beginning. If you're now thinking about, or you would want to, to, to start a business sometime down in the future, now or in the future. And of course, if you're talking about me, I have had failures. I have started businesses that I've abandoned. I have started businesses that I had closed. I have started businesses that lost a ton of money for me. But those things only taught me lessons. I'll tell you, one of my first businesses was started in Ghana, but I lived in the US. So I was an, an absentee entrepreneur. So I couldn't see, I couldn't observe, I couldn't feel what was going on on the ground. And people would only tell me things. And this was before the days, obviously, of the, of the cell phones, of the, the phones that have the camera and the videos. So I couldn't ask someone to send me a video. Just go there and, and take a video or take a photograph and just send it to me immediately. It would take days, weeks. By the time the message got to me, something had gone wrong that couldn't be reversed. So I learned that if I wanted to start a business and make it stick, I had to be present. I had to be there to make sure that it was on its way before I put some other folks there. I, I Perhaps let me share one other. Many people have heard about the name Ariana Huffington. Ariana Huffington has what's called the Huffington Posts and is, is, is a publisher and, and does, uh, is one of the most recognizable names in online publications. But do you know that she was rejected by three dozen major publishers? Three dozen. Three dozen. So she was rejected 36 times before her Huffington Post was eventually accepted for publication. And now she's a household name in many places. So what's the lesson? The lesson is avoid the naysayers. Recognize how to distinguish between those with the can-do versus those with a can't-do or cannot-do attitudes. And if you walk with people, people will walk with those who would encourage. I'm not talking those who will be praise singers, who, who say you don't do anything wrong. I'm saying walk with people 
who would encourage you to do the right things, who will help you up when you fall. And so every day I read what's in the social media, what's in newspapers, uh, I, hear, I listen to what's on radio, watch some television or some videos that's coming out of Africa. And I'm saddened quite often because it seems as if there are some people who are just ready, ready to applaud, to applaud those in the private sector, those in the government or in governments who turn things down, who shut things down, who close and rain on other people's entrepreneurial ideas and dreams. Those dream killers, there are these, these, these people out there who are always saying, well, you know, shut them down, close them down. Um, you know, send them to jail, um, hang them, do all kinds of other things. You know, they're just willing to look at somebody who has tried something, not succeeded, failed, and they just want to keep them down. But worse, they want to bury them, bury them, call them criminals, call them all sorts of bad, bad names, forgetting, forgetting that out of failure can come astounding and wonderful success. So let's think about that. We'll continue with this topic. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh Matters. You can listen to all the other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. God bless you. <laughs>